We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I know, I don't even want to hear this song. I hear I want you back, and I think, yeah, I want another shot at the Eagles in the Super Bowl. Like, I guess there could be in 363 freaking days, but I mean two days ago. John, we got to get the flux capacitor going, man. We need Doc Brown. We need Marty McFly to take us to 88 miles an hour and take us back to Saturday night, Sunday morning. Wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't that be something? We need Biff to get in the scene here and run over his freaking face. And then and tell the uh, NFL to get your 94-year-old uh, dude to not put the field together anymore. All right, for more Man, on all I this. I feel like you are I'm you, na- I'm mad you are now. in a bad place. I am. You need to you need to get your head straight and and recognize that this Eagles team was better than that Chiefs team. I know that. We should have won the game. I know that. But we had to we had to go out there and actually play it we had to actually do it we had to have our coaches yeah. put us in the right positions and the players make plays and and we didn't do enough of that well I agree with that listen let's see where Mike Quick stands on all of it he stood and broadcast that game next to Merrill Reese two nights ago and I can't believe we're talking about an Eagles loss I truly did not see coming it's been a pleasure all season having Mike on the show one final time here to wrap it up Michael Quick how are you sir hey man um I'm surviving. I'm doing well. You know, Mike, you know what I love about being able to talk to you? Players can't criticize the league. They get fined. Coaches can't criticize the league. They get fined. But team broadcasters can criticize the league. (laughs) (laughs) I certainly can. All right, Mike, let's get to it. Where should I start? (laughs) Okay. Well, let let me start with this question. I believe both are true. Tell me which you feel more right now. That the Eagles blew the Super Bowl, or that the refs and Lakes stole it from the Birds? Uh, I think the Birds blew it. Yeah, the the refs they they had their contributions, um, but I I think the Eagles blew a, a a major opportunity. They go into the game with a better football team overall, and we know the better team doesn't always win. Um, but you know this too, against Kansas City, they're going to come up with some plays. That quarterback, he's going to make some things happen. He makes magic every game. 
He makes something out of nothing all the time. So you know you're going to have that element at some point during the game. So you have to make sure that you don't have the mistakes that you have, like fumbling and giving up a touchdown on a scoop and score and a punt return that basically gives the team another six points. Uh, Those are the type of plays that you cannot have in a game like that against a team that's so good and a team that's so well coached. Mm-hmm. How much did you like Jonathan Gannon's game plan? Overall, the game plan wasn't a bad game plan. Uh, there were certain elements in it that caused problems for the defense. Um, I don't think anyone in the league is better at motion than Andy Reid and his crew. They show you a lot of things that you have to consider and think about and make adjustments to. And then when they start to understand the adjustments that you make, then that's when they hit you with something where there's no one home. There's nobody there to make a play. And that's what happened several times. That was a real clinic in motion people to get open spots in the defense. So who do you blame more for those three Chiefs touchdowns that were created by pre-snap motion? The players who failed to cover it or the coaches whose scheme was exploited? Yeah, I have to give credit to first of all, Kansas City, for knowing what exactly what to do. And then you have to look at the coaching that should have been – I think it should have been coached differently or making yeah. guys aware of where they should be and what's happening. So, mm-hmm. really, it, it, that's a masterful job of coaching by the other side, quite honestly. Wow. So, you look at you look at it more like, wow, great job by them than, than I do. bad job by us? I do. I think – so the, the one down on the goal line, uh, I think Jacksonville ran a very similar play. Yeah, they did. And they were able to they were able to get the guy you. open yeah. very similar to what happened twice against that defense. The frustration, so, of course, Mike, is that Gannon should have been you know aware of that and then knowing yes. that Andy could pull that out, have the, have the guys ready. And it does, it does a- feel absolutely. like – Look, Mike, I'll tell you this. I think Gannon is being criticized too heavily. I really do. A lot of people disagree with me, and that's well, fine. Well, why couldn't we stop the run, Joe? Like, look, that that's another part of this. I mean, it was it yeah. was a complete, uh, like, dismantling yeah. well, of may- our defense. Well, can I answer that? in the second half. Maybe yeah. because they were preoccupied and stopping the homes through the air, which is a legitimate thing to be preoccupied about. Okay. Stop I'll tell you the, what. The, they for, work together. For, um, for Kansas City, I thought their offensive line played way better than I thought they could no or question. would play. No question. In terms of keeping guys off of Mahomes, and, you know, Mahomes is really good at avoiding pressure and keeping plays alive, but they were not allowing that defense in front of the Eagles to get to him very much. They were really good in the run game as well as protecting Mahomes in the pass game. Does it feel like it's so simple that, uh, yeah, I mean, Jonathan Gannon, we still haven't seen him beat an elite quarterback uh, with an elite team around him. Is it that simple? Gannon struggles against the, the good QBs? Um, well, that's a that's a good point you make. That quarterbacks know how that the really good quarterbacks they've been able to exploit this defense to a certain extent. Yeah, yeah. that's 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 a fact. And the word is the Eagles are are trying to convince Jonathan Gannon to stick around, uh, despite the fact that he's you know a front runner for the job in Arizona. Is that workable? Is Jonathan Gannon returning to Philadelphia workable? Will he be accepted? Well, you know, the the guy coached the team all the way to the Super Bowl, and he's getting trashed as not a good D coordinator. I just, I, I beg to differ. I think he's really good. Yeah, there are some adjustments that he could have made um, that would have made the outcome better for a couple of games. But you're playing. Listen, when you, even with the the points that they gave up, you're playing Patrick Mahomes. He scored more points than any other quarterback in the league. They're the number one team offensively in nearly every metric that you look at. So you've got to know that. And then when you you limit him as much as they were able to limit him, if you take away the two touchdowns that basically special team defense gave them, you you did a pretty good job against him. You didn't win the game. And, yeah, we're going to talk about this forever, that the Eagles weren't able to win that game. But overall – I think when you look at the body of work by Jonathan Gannon, 
He's a top-tier defensive coordinator in this league. Mike Quick with us here. Mike, how does the league have a 94-year-old in charge of the field? I mean, I, I, how, does that, how does that occur? Uh, well, old guys have wisdom. Wisdom, yeah. Yeah, well, not in this case. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I didn't know it was a 94-year-old guy. but I 90, Mike, Mike, 94 years old, and he retired right after the game. Oh, and, and he's a Chiefs fan. Well, when I'm down on the field watching guys warm up, I just noticed how often they were slipping and digging up turf when they're cutting, when they're getting in and out of their cuts. The defensive back drills I was watching when they were warming up, and I'm thinking, what the heck is going on with this field? Wow. And I saw several guys go off and change their shoes, try different shoes, but still there was a lot of slipping throughout the game. There's a lot of tearing up turf, and it's crazy. When, got, when the teams went in, to, for the last time that they go in before they come out for the game, there was a whole slew of people going out patching up divots like you do on a golf course yeah. after after a big golf tournament. All of these guys were out there with buckets, and they're patching up all the divots on the field. Um, and I also saw NFL officials walking around on the field. That That was an issue. Mike, how much of a ding for Sirianni here? And let me paint the picture. I'm glad he's the Eagles coach. I think he's a really good coach. But – he got pants by Andy. I'll go to. I think players could have changed cleats sooner. I, I think he should not have punted. I should not have punted the ball when he did in the fourth quarter. Give Mahomes that ball back. Should have gone for it on that fourth and two. Um, how much of a ding for Sirianni? What happens if he doesn't make it on fourth and two? Then the other team probably <laughs> scores a touchdown. You get the ball back and go back down the field and try to score. Yeah, I just. I mean, Mike. This, I, well, well, hold on, and let me throw one more in. And tell me if this is on coach or quarterback. Yeah. Why was the clock five, four, three, two, one, every play? Why did I feel like I was watching Donovan McNabb in the Super Bowl? Oh, I, that one that one got by me. I, I didn't. Oh, especially, Mike. They were trying to chew clock. Oh, that, my That was God. the plan the whole game. But it and, shouldn't and be the plan when you're down by eight at points. At the end with... of the game, it seemed like it persisted past where I felt like it should have. Mike, I got to tell you, a round of golf's not going to make me feel better, man. I, I know you like the golf. I like the golf. As you can tell, I'm in a very bad mood today. I mean, this is. Yeah, and Joe's looking to externalize are. the locus of blame. Yeah. He's looking for someone to blame right now. <laughs> Hey, Mike. Listen, I'm not blaming. I'm not blaming anybody. You know what? We had a great season. Yeah, we wanted it all. We didn't get it, but I, I just have to like enjoy what it was, and it was a great season. Listen, it was great, but here's my retort to that. Why didn't they change punters? <laughs> well, the other punter wasn't working out. If you, st- if you yeah, change the option three, door number three. Remember what was yeah, it? Right. What game was he? Door one, door two, and door three. Let's make a deal. Yeah, let's make. Yeah, let's make a deal. Door, door three. We didn't have a door three, and, and the 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 return. Here's the problem with that. That punt was just such a return ball for oh, yeah. any punter. Line drive. It's short. It's low. He's able to catch it on the run. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was just not good. So let's talk about our offense. Why were there so many unblocked defenders putting pressure on Jalen Hurts with their pass rush? Yeah, I, I, that's a good one. I have no idea. It's, they were ready to play. Yeah, they were. And Kansas City was ready to play. Yes. And, and I saw how Chris Jones just went off on everybody. during Late in that first half when the Eagles are like seemingly in control of the game, I was wondering how much of an effect it would have. But Chris Jones completely went off on the entire defense yep. and a couple of the defensive coaches on the sideline. Um, somehow – when they went in at halftime, they rectified the issues that they had in the first half, and they came out ready with a better game plan in the second half, and it showed. Who's our new offensive coordinator going to be, Mike? No idea. Kevin Petrillo, maybe? Hmm. Yeah, him or Johnson. Yeah. That's, that's the scuttlebutt, one or the other. they, they got to make a call. Well, I know both these guys are um, in conversation with – other opportunities. So when a team has the success that this team has had, you know that that's going to happen. We're going to lose a lot of players, coaches. It's going to be a lot of turnover this year, guys. We're going to see a lot of turnover on the coaching staff as well as the roster. 
Mike, I know private moments are private moments, but take us inside. You guys get off the air. Clock hits zero. You wrap up. Audio's off. Nothing can be heard. You and Merrill. What was, what, what's going on with Merrill when he's off air? How down was he? He was down. He was, <laughs> yeah, he was way down. But he was, he, you know, Merrill is always the pro. And he wants to make sure that the broadcast is always the best broadcast that it can be. And he talked more about the broadcast than he did about the game itself. Um, because we can't control that. All we can do is kind of, kind of try and paint the picture so that everyone understands uh, not only what's going on, but our feelings. So that's yeah. kind of what we do. Mike, just a few more. I know we're kind of wrapping here. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm losing steam, but let me just ask you this one. Uh, how do they overturn the Devontae Smith catch? It's ruled a catch. There's not enough evidence to overturn it. How does the league overturn that? So that's what I was thinking. I was thinking that there wasn't enough. Uh, the ball did move. It did. I it did move, but he didn't lose control. He didn't lose control. Yeah, that was my that was my thing. I was thinking that because you can't definitely say that he lost control, that I didn't think it should have been overturned. Now the whole the Bradbury hold, um, subjective, but they were allowing that type of play throughout the game. In such a pivotal moment in the game, I don't think you make that call. I think you allow the guys to play it out. But it is what it is. Mike, what was the flight like back? Uh, I didn't take that flight. I stayed for a little while. Yeah. Mike, enjoy the my go- flight. My flight back was horrible, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we could get a chuckle in there. Um Look, Mike, enjoy the golf game for the next six months, man. You and Merrill do such a spectacular job. I mean, we're so lucky to have you as a city and as a radio station. Uh, Me, John, and James feel so indebted to you all these years with our midday show. We obviously want to link up with you in the fall with the new morning show, man. And I I just want you to know we we appreciate your enormous contributions to our program. Hey, man, you guys have a great show, and I love coming on with you. You have the knowledge, you have the compassion, and, and I just love that about the show. Um, I've enjoyed it, so Thank you. be well. Hope And all the best to you guys. Thanks, buddy. Mike, Thanks. if I need a shoulder to cry on, can I cry on your shoulder, or would you just push me away? That would be no. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, stay well, man. We'll talk to you soon. All right, all right there he is, Mike Quack. You are yeah. doing a lot of crying today. You know what? Now. I mean, it's, Too bad. It's, it's, yeah, it's okay. I think it's a time to cry. Seltzer, it's I need 30 a... seconds off. You guys talk. I need a 30-second break. I'm, 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 I'm really, I'm not kidding. You guys, you guys 30 well, dude, seconds. I was there yesterday. It's exactly how I felt. Like, I I didn't want to talk to anybody yesterday. I, I literally did not. I didn't, after the show, I didn't talk to my wife. We went to pick up Zoe after work, and I literally silently drove to get Zoe, and she just got it. So I was yeah. like, I'm not talking. Like, I'm not yeah. talking. I, there's nothing I have to say. I'm, I'm so upset. I got nothing to say right now. James, do we ever get over this? No, I mean not like we'll we'll move yes, on and we'll get we'll, over we'll, this. I don't think so, John. I don't think so, John. World championship. No, nope. we will no. move we will on, get over but this. we will not get over. It. I agree with you, James. Not get over. It. I agree. Well, with you. you better figure out a way to to start moving past it, man. No, because we've got some good. We've got we've on the horizon some major opportunities. I agree that I'm excited about. But I'll but I'll make it. This is the simplest way I can put it. Let's say the future is as bright as the sun. Eagles win a championship next year, right? We're in a good mood. And I'll be very happy about that. And I'll say it should have been back-to-back. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just, well, I'm just being the honest. Game. They should have won the game. It was their game to to take home, and, and they missed a major opportunity because we weren't good enough. And and it's not, it's not the grass. It's not the calls. It's we weren't good enough. We didn't do the things that you do to win football games, which is stop the other team from running the football. You cover them up, yeah. regardless of how they motion pre-snap. We didn't do that. We didn't. We didn't run the football either. No, they didn't. Look, I, I'm not going to let the players off the hook. I mean, I'm not also going to indict them and say, "Oh, damn these guys!" No, I love these guys. They gave us a magnificent season, but they did come up small in a big game. The coaches came up very small in a big game. I'm not pushing that aside, but boy, I do. I do have other thoughts going through my mind today as it relates to the refs and the league, and uh, I do think. Philadelphia sports fans were robbed of a championship. I believe that. 
First time in my life I can say that. I believe that. Josh and Maniunk. Hi, Josh. Josh, not ready to roll. We go to Tim in Upper Chichester. Good morning, Tim. Hey, guys. Good morning. Um, So let's go back for a moment to uh, Jimmy bringing us in with that cruel intention. So let me tell you, Sarah Michelle Gillar and Selma Blair, I don't think any of us will ever forget that scene. Yeah, it wasn't as yeah. it wasn't as good as Madonna and Britney Spears on stage at, at that award show, but it, it was still pretty solid. No, no. Although the although the best, if you want that, is Cruel Intentions too, and I'm going to leave it at that. I never saw because I do believe okay. I do believe I think I can say this on the air. I'm pretty sure I can. I do believe they were sisters. Really, the Sorrel sisters. Wow. Yeah, but anyway, hmm. I, you know. Well, Joe, that. just so you know, yeah. I haven't seen the movie. Uh-huh. I've Somebody seen, mentioned earlier seen. a lot of people hating you. Uh, I only hate you five days a week. The other two, I'm, I'm totally good. So, <laughs> All right. Um, Sunday I called into the show uh, with you and Ray, and I said that, you know, what's going to hurt us is, is going to be potentially small things. And that fumble, you know, would be inconsequential normally in a game. But that one little thing killed us, you know. But we have to look at something. There's a phrase in business, and it's called controlling the controllables. So, for example, payroll. You can control payroll. Expenses. You can control expenses, okay, as a business. You can't control the customers coming in. We, on Sunday, did not control the controllables. I agree. The controllables were Gannon and the defense. It's that simple. And and Quez Watkins should have caught it. Well, well, and Quez Watkins, let's be realistic, he shouldn't have been in that game anywhere near the amount of plays he was in that game. Not at all. Okay? But we had things we could control. He's out there a lot, by the way. Way too much. I want to say like 42 snaps or something along those lines. And I'd love to see a game this year. And I don't know the stats, but I'd love to see a game this year where he was in 42 snaps. Oh, he he did. I mean, he, he played a little bit more than Pasco through the year. Look, he's just he's just a bad starter. He is. I mean, is, you're not you're not going to have a good starter or even an average starter at every position. I mean, the fact that they really only had one below average player that started is a minor miracle. I mean, we'll we'll probably never see that again. Then you're right. But the, the, what it comes down to is, you know, look, the refs that call the field, we can't control that stuff. We didn't execute what we should have no, executed, listen, Tim, and it's, it's that simple. It's a great phone call. You're not wrong. Believe me. I get it. You are correct. Let's go to Josh and Maniunk. Hi, Josh. Hey, guys. Sorry about that. I was on mute earlier. No worries. Hey, uh, hey, Joe, I really appreciate your call on Sunday. Uh, I, I think that was a uh, human-to-human moment, and uh, I'm sure we should be listening in the morning. Thank you. Um, Thank you. You know, I just – yeah, thank you again. And I just want to start off with this. Uh, you know, the tragedy of life is not that man loses, but that he almost wins. And I think that that sums up the game on Sunday. Um, I, I think, uh, like you said, I don't think I don't think the Eagles blew it. And, and I don't – I think it's too simple to think that the officials had, you know, too much weight in that game. Um, you know, sure, that, that call at the end, you can't call that like Mike just said and you can't call that like Greg Olson just said. Um you know, but but I think that there was two golden opportunities, and we lost. You know, we lost it, and you know, one being when Jalen drops the ball, they run it in, and then the punt. Um, I think that's where you know we were going neck and neck with them, and that's where we lost it. Uh, and it's as simple as that. But I, I do want to pose two questions, a couple questions to you guys. Um, are we on the brink of something great, or is this going to be a fall from grace? Uh, you know, are we going to revert back to the Eagles that we once knew? Look, you know. we don't know, Josh. I mean, that's my answer. I, I got to see. Like, the first, someone asked me, uh, a buddy of mine, not even an Eagles fan, he said, like, what, what happens next? I said, the first thing that has to happen is the Eagles need to determine how much money they're willing to pay Jalen Hurts. And once they make that determination, then they, they can – They know of they're about. I get it. I know. But then you start figuring out, right, which combination of these 10 or 12 or 14 players do you want to keep? And, and then you got to figure that out. Who do you want to keep? And you got to try to keep them. It's 19 players. But it's not nineteen that you want. It's, it's probably it's it's probably starters. Yeah, it's probably like fifteen guys you want. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's yeah. yeah. And 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 Josh, are those fifteen? Like, what if I told you they keep eight of those fifteen? Then you have to replace the. Other I mean, guys too. I mean, yeah, that, but but you're replacing them with cheap guys. No, it's my point. Yeah. Then you have to. Yeah. There's another right. step. Correct. To that. 
Yeah, and that's not out of the realm of possibilities. And 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 I don't know if anybody's looked at this, and I know I have been uh, just looking for the future because we have to at some point move on. But there's a lot of great free agents out there on the defensive side of the ball. Well, that's another um, factor. And, yeah, you know, and 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 and, and here's the other question: does, does Howie come in like we did last year in the draft, and we have this this big pickup, you know, one or two, whoever it is, a couple guys that were like you know, oh, my God, this is going to change the trajectory of this team, you know? And so that, that's, that's something we have to think about. Um, you know, I, I, don't, I don't – I think, you know, people lose sight of the fact that we have two picks in the first round coming up, you know? Yeah, um, and, of course, yeah. it's going to take a lot to develop, you know, a couple guys. But I think that's, that's something we have to, to look forward to. Well, we do, uh, but, but I'm just not you know? in the mood for that, Josh. You know what I mean? No, like no, to, no, I understand. You know, I that's, that. that's but, March 1st again, for me. That's April 1st. I mean, this is two, no, no. This is 36 hours after the Eagles lost the Super Bowl. Uh, listen, I am as devastated as you. I, 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 the Eagles are, are, are my favorite professional sports team, but unfortunately we, we have to move in a, in, a, in, a, in a different rim. Look, there's two things going for us right now. we got the Phillies in two weeks. All right, with with the start of spring training, yeah, and I think it's it's the reassurance that Howie's going to make this right, and and not we're not going to be that team that loses everybody, yeah. you know, like every like. And, every and, and by the way, so. Josh, excellent phone call, and the Sixers. I mean, let, let's not let's not shortchange the fact they got a shot. Now, I don't think the Sixers are truly exceptional, but I also don't know truly exceptionals needed this year. I mean, they're they're amongst five or six teams in the NBA that has what I would call a legitimate chance to win the championship. And, you know, let's see what they can do. By the way, I'll just say the fact that the Phoenix Suns have Kevin Durant I think poses a big problem because if I had to put my money on anybody, I would put it on the Phoenix Suns. But, of course, there's a possibility those guys won't be healthy. I mean, Chris Paul's old. Durant's got some mileage on him. Um, so, you know, and, and, and when he referenced the Phillies in two weeks, I think they actually go to spring training in two days. Not the full squad, but I believe pitchers and catchers, James, in two days, right? Correct. So you got that on Thursday. But here's the problem with that. It was supposed to be the day after a parade. Yeah, I just, I you, look, no one loves the Phillies more than me. Like, I just don't care right now. Like, I'll get there, but right now, I just, it it does nothing for me today. Like, I, I'm sorry. It, sh- it will. Eventually, it will. Today, it does nothing for me. 215-592-9494. We continue to roll on. By the way, L.H. Shore Parks uh, in the Eagles locker room. I mean, at least I believe he's in the Eagles locker room right now. I know there's locker room availability, and Elliot will uh, thereafter call into our show and let us know what the guys say. I mean, he's it's like Elliot run wild. So is this the, try to get as much information as you can and and call in? So I is I don't this know, the year end physical like clean your locker out day? This is clean your locker out day. Giving yeah, the there are pictures all access. over Twitter of people like yeah. clean out the lockers. And stuff. Yeah, so we're gonna get a lot Last of scoop time from him. He has a chance to talk to a lot of these guys for quite some time. Who do you want to hear someone so? By the way, Steichen's gone. For anyone that doesn't know, he's gone. It's official. He's with the Colts. Uh, James, who's the number one person that you would like to hear what he has to say on a topic? I mean, obviously, we're not going to get the are you retiring, Kelsey. That would be number one. For right, me. right. But um, it's a really good question. Um, I mean, it hurts on the, the contract. But you won't, What's probably your won't talk talks? about it. What's your plan? Yeah. Offense, what do you think about the defense? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, like – I do. I'll tell you what. I'm just going to put this out there. I, I hate to say it, but I'm going to say it. I do wonder if the way they lost, both related to the coaches, especially if Gannon's back, and related to the defensive players, I, I just wonder if you have any fracture. I hope not. Culture's been their thing. And I, and I generally believe in Sirianni and Hurts and being able to hold it together. But I'll tell you this, guys. I've seen some teams, after big losses, it gets a little messy sometimes. You get some finger pointing. I mean, you know, like, who would have thought after 04, Donovan and T.O.? I mean, who would have thought? Yeah. Who would have thought? Absolutely. No, just imagine how frustrating it would be if you're uh, DBs yeah. on this team and you just had three touchdowns scored against you because you didn't feel like you had a real, you know, concrete idea of how to play certain looks right. that were sent your way. Yeah, there's that. And then there's yeah, that. hold that against the coaches. And how do you think player. the offensive players feel? I mean, the offense scored more points in this game than any team in the history of a Super Bowl that lost the game. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not wishing this. You guys know that. I'm just saying, keep your eye on it. Who knows where it goes? But they're a really tight team. They have been a very tight team. And so that helps a lot. Yeah. And it does help to have Sirianni and Hurts because I think they specialize in, in that sort of connection. 
215-592-9494. Joe DeCamera and John Rich on WIP. Are you looking for tickets for events, games, and concerts at the Wells Fargo Center or for our baseball games coming up at the bank? Do like I do and use the Game Time app for tickets to every event on the planet. Sports, music, shows. You get great tickets and amazing prices, even on last-minute tickets. And you can see exactly where your seats are in every venue. You even get a virtual view of the action from your seats. It's so amazing and so quick and easy. Minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Jenna Cameron, John Rich, you on a? Uh, it's not a good Tuesday. It's just not. It's a bad day, actually. Ninety-four WIP. We'll talk to Elliot at some point. He's, You're he's, really having a rough time. I am. Because last night I found out that the guy that did the field is ninety-four years old and he retired Sunday night, and he's a Chiefs fan. Yeah. The AJ and Brown he was told, "Hey, you have to keep that under wraps. Yeah. Stop broadcasting your preferences." By the commissioner, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, like, hey, hey, Toma guy, like, settle it down. Yeah. And, and listen, I get it. Like, everybody starts as a fan of somebody, and everybody has family members that are, you know, fans of whatever. Everyone comes from somewhere. I get it. Look, I you can piece that together, it with a conspiratorial bend, yeah. and say. He knew that our roster was better. He knew that a slippery surface would equalize the right. playing field. And I'm so not going. Speak. And just to be clear, I'm not actually going there. Okay. So. Where I am going is it was a poor field. I'm not saying it was a conspiracy. I'm saying a guy should not be in charge in the field who put together a bad field. That's what I'm saying. And I believe it had a greater impact on the Eagles given the yes. Eagles' propensity to rush the quarterback for you know ferociously. And yeah. also, like just for the the optics of it, like. There are a million people who could do the field. Maybe don't pick a fan of one of the two teams. Like, I don't know. Well, the problem with that, James, is you do set it in motion months before you know who's going to be in the game. That's a fair point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you literally didn't even know two weeks ago. No, that's a fair point. Fair point. But maybe it's just, uh, I don't want to be ageist, but, but, you know, 94. 94, Wait, there's that reality. You know, you're really nearing the the sunset of your career as a botany expert. You could say life. You don't have to say career. I mean, (laughs) no, I mean, you're allowed to, John. Yeah, I didn't want to be yeah, morbid, trying to be. Uh, God bless you, man. Yeah. God bless you. Let's go to the phones. Um, Jeff in Wilmington right now. Hi, Jeff. Hey, guys. Um, hey. First of all, that guy's name is George Toma, and he is from Kansas City. He's well-known. I'm, I used to be a landscaper, so I was always into that kind of stuff, and hmm. it, it's no secret that he's uh, he's definitely a Kansas City fan, and uh, that feel was awful. Now, here's the thing. that That leads me to this. So I'm going to agree with you, Joe, and John, on both of your points. The, that that call, Joe, was – that that call is really bad because, A, it's an automatic first down, and, B, it lets the clock run out because the Eagles had, what, one timeout left at that point or maybe none, and they know that – It ended you know, It ended the game. Uh, Jeff, did. Jeff, I'm not making this up. When that flag no, hit the ground – I turned to everybody I was with and I said, the game is over. The Eagles yep. just lost the Super Bowl. They did. It there was, was no question. It, it was impossible. Unless exactly. the Eagles ran back a kick or had some ridiculous Hail Mary, which, by the way, or was. Bucker missed a, a chip shot. Correct. Exactly. Yeah, the game yeah. was over. So, and then I told, I told James earlier when I got on the phone, and on John's point, Gannon made no adjustments in the second half so if the field is slippery and you're rushing four down linemen they're going to be slipping occasionally they're not going to get off as fast as they normally did why don't you put a guy upright or one of the linebackers maybe mix in a db you don't have to blitz every single time but man do something they blitzed two or three times total in that game and the offense put us in a position to run that team out of the out of the uh, stadium in the first half we dominated them offensively in the first half, and they couldn't put it away with the defense. That's the been that's been the plan all year long, and Gannon didn't do anything to remedy that. And the players are at, at fault to a point. So, yeah, no, they are. Listen, there's no doubt the players but, are at fault as well. No question. Yeah. 
I mean, just I mean, case in point, Jeff. You got it, man. Jeff, thanks. I mean, case in point. Other than Kelsey, who's Travis, a tremendous pass catching tight end. It's not like the Chiefs receivers are that good. I mean, they're actually below average. They are. So you know, Slay and Bradbury, you you expected more. You just did. So Joe, we've heard that uh, you know you just told people that the game was over. We heard yesterday that you cursed in front of some children. Yeah. Where'd you watch the game? We didn't even hear. We talked about that a ton going in. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I wa- Actually, I was very happy with the way it all shook out, uh, other than the fact that me changing locations coincided with the Eagles changing fortunes. First half I watched with my family, which was great. My mom, my sister, my brother, my brother-in-law. Uh, no, 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 I said that all wrong. My mom, my sister, my brother, my sister-in-law, and uh, their family. Their kids, you know, my nieces and nephews. And that was great. Uh, it was great. Second half, I made the decision. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go watch the second half with Amy. Wow. And I thought it was like, it's good. It's all, it's all good. It's all good. In part, because I'm like, you know what? I've seen the Eagles win a Super Bowl with my mom. The Eagles, yeah, I'll be back in three or four times in my mom's life. It's all good. So, like, I felt comfortable with that decision. Second half, I went to a party Amy was at. Like, yeah, it was more people than I typically would want. But I was in such a good mood. Eagles are up. Eagles going to win the Super Bowl. Doesn't matter. Um, and it was and it was good. It was a good good group. And uh, but then everything fell apart. I mean, the game. You regret the decision. Like only your, your role. Only in, in the in... superstitious <laughs> sense. Yes. And that's in that's, that's what I mean. Yes, that's what I'm asking. Yeah. In that sense. Uh, but she was happy I was there. She did not know I was coming over, and so I kind of surprised her. That's and that was cool. nice. Yeah. Hey, uh, I saw an incredible stat. Okay. Uh, did you, the Chiefs converted? 93.8% of their first downs into another first down or a touchdown wow. in the second half of that game. 93.8% of their first downs became another first down yeah. or a touchdown. And the only reason they weren't 100% at that conversion First's is the because the Jarek McKinnon wow. slid at the wow. one. Wow. Wow. Think about that. The second half of that game was essentially offensive perfection in terms of keeping drives alive or, you know, scoring. Yeah. Moving the chains and scoring, the Chiefs' offense was unstopped in the second half of that game. I know you want to blame everyone. Yeah. Everyone, the the, the grounds crew and the, official, the officials and everything. But that is not winning football. That part of it, you, you're not going to win a game, regardless of whether you're up 10 or not. If you if you never stop the opposition well, for an entire half. Listen, John, you are right. You are right. I will say this though: there is this is the rare case of a third side of the coin. Because there's what the league did wrong. There's what the Eagles did wrong. I'm going to say what a lot of people don't think about, but I'm going to be honest: what the Chiefs did right. I, I can't act like that's not a thing. And you know what? And I almost said it last week. In here, I was so convinced the Eagles were going to win. I did not say something I thought of saying, and it just kind of never got back to it from my mind to my mouth to, to the you know to the to the microphone. But I did think about if the Eagles lose. I was going to say last week, if the Eagles lose, just know it could be because Mahomes and the Chiefs' offense just does so much that they they do their thing, and that's why Kansas City wins. I mean, we can't – like, when, 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 when Charles Barkley lost the 93 finals to Michael Jordan, it's not like people are like, oh, the Suns are a bunch of bums and Barkley's a loser. It's like, you know what? Jordan went for 55, and he beat him in a tight series in six games. Michael Jordan did it. You know what? So did Patrick Mahomes. He did it. There's a third side of that coin. You can't forget that aspect also. Let's go to Chris in Ocean City. Hi, Chris. Oh, man. I'm, I'm so right there with you, Joe. Um, I'm, I, it's a delayed reaction, and I just feel gutted. Um, to that point, I would love if you guys could have, like, a sports psychologist on at one point to, like, explain our shared mental illness. Like, I know intellectually it shouldn't impact me as much as it does, but it really does, like, ruin my week. Um, yeah. Man. And, Chris, uh, Chris and, and, I'm, and I'm friends with a psychologist who has told me he really thinks he could do good stuff in certain situations coming on our show and talking about it. Because, by the way, he also works with athletes. He obviously can't tell me who he works with. But he has told me uh, that he thinks that, you know, he could be of service in those moments. So maybe we dial him up, we'll say. And uh, and I know we'll move on at some point, but I just can't get there yet. And uh, uh, 
just the things that keep sticking out to me, just the field. I just don't understand how you can let that happen. And it so clearly impacted us way more than it did the Chiefs because we didn't have just one of the best best lines this year. We were the best lines in the history of sports. Well, you know what, I, mean, I agree. Here's another aspect. I got to imagine the 94-year-old and his minions. I mean, didn't they test it during, a, during the week? And, and if so, couldn't they maybe have made some adjustment? I mean, I, I guess you can't have a whole new field, but John, could they determined on Tuesday people were slipping. Couldn't they have done something? Like not paint the field so Joe, it gets worse? The players can do something to not slip. No, like but when, no, you, no. when you're on a slick field, you can make sure you keep your weight over your feet. You can make sure that your cleats are run. They're, they're, the players need to adjust to. But they shouldn't it's, have to, John. You always have to. Like you can't predict the the weather before every game, but and it, you figure out through your entire life how to play in different conditions. Yeah, but this was a sunny day. I get it, I get it. But sometimes the fields are messed up. You know, I've played on on grass that was a, a foot high. You know, like I with with railroad spikes sticking out. Like the, there have been all sorts of yeah, through these players' I know, careers. I know strange field conditions. That that snowball game. The entire field was was tundra. I know. It was like frozen solid ice. And and they didn't, you know, we don't look back on that and say, "Hey, that that changed the game. It was slippery." Yeah, it was slippery. And and that's something that you do adjust for. You got a whole staff of equipment guys who can well, help they the players yeah, get right. They should have changed cleats and the earlier. The players have to adjust the way they play also. That is something that we have not even mentioned. Right. You can Make sure you're planning off the outside foot every time rather than trying to turn a corner and cutting off your inside foot. Like, there are things you must I do know. as a player, uh, and know. we did not. And I, I, I totally understand that, and that's one of the reasons why I just don't understand the love for Gannon because he's demonstrated over two years that he refuses to make adjustments. So what's going to happen next year when we have a markedly worse talented team and if we make the Super Bowl again you're still going to have Burrow, Herbert, Mahomes, Allen so like what are we going to have to score 60 and then uh, just just the the last thing I'll leave you with what is going on with the Niners you see Debo tweeting that James Bradbury's trash it's like dude let it go I agree God I I agree all right Chris so I uh there's a lot that go a lot that he brought up that I think are, is important. Yep. Uh, the 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 players being responsible, the uh, the way it all transpired. Uh, you are angry. We are all angry, but there are answers. There are better answers. Uh, think about next. But, but I am nervous moving forward about something he brought up there. Next season, our schedule is a Super Bowl schedule. Yeah. We're not going to escape the entire regular season without facing one of these elite quarterbacks. Probably several of these elite quarterbacks. James, look it that up if you so can. Who the Eagles are playing next year, because we know who they are. We don't know the sequence. Let's find out how many good quarterbacks there are. Just think about the fact that we have not beaten an elite quarterback. Like, this group of coaches yeah. and players, they have not, aside from Aaron Rodgers with a, you know, like a, a group of kind of cast-offs, yes. and they weren't functioning at a high level when we beat them. Beat them, I think, 40 to 33. They scored a lot on us. Yeah, although the backup quarterback was part of that. That yeah. Jordan Love guy That's was That's true, and it was garbage that. time yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but next season, remember, this this year we said, hey, we don't have a ton of faith in the team that they can be the, the top-notch team, but the schedule will make them a team that's there at the end in the postseason, and, the, and we'll see what they can do. That's the way I felt heading into this season. Next season – the team will be lesser. We know that. We've got 12 starters who are unrestricted free agents. Yep. And that schedule will be abominable. And it includes nine road games instead of nine home games. We've yet yeah. to beat an elite quarterback. You're right, And we'll John. probably face many. All right, well, let's get the answer. James, the, the, the teams, the quarterbacks, who are the tough ones next year? All right, so it's not that many. They face Dak twice. Obviously, they are at the Rams, so Stafford, I don't know if he'll be back or not, what sure. that situation is, but that's the potential. And for he's one. not elite elite. He's pretty right, good. Right. Yep. Um, the Niners, we don't know what that situation is going to be, but theoretically they could have someone there. Uh, Buffalo, obviously that's sure. an elite one. That's at home uh, in Kansas City. We just saw that guy. Um, outside of that, those can, are I, can I just real then, quick? I mean, Tua, do you count Tua's elite? I don't think so. No, so that's but it. Those but he's are, pretty good. Those no, are the only elite ones. Closer. Then it's like Tua, Kyler, 
Kirk Cousins, the Bucks, whoever their quarterback's going to be, stuff like that. So elite, elite, elite quarterbacks. It's just Josh Allen and Patrick yep. Mahomes. James, I think you just broke news, by the way. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Because I just realized what they're going to do. Start the season in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, John, you got to admit, from a league standpoint, that's pretty juicy. There's controversy with the Super Bowl. No, but they don't usually have a rematch. These two out-of-conference teams just happen to play each other. That only happens once every four years. I mean, in, in theory, because you got four divisions, you play the opposing division once every four years in the opposing conference. I don't know. I think they do have. I, I, I don't remember it. I don't, I, I don't remember one time where the two teams that play in the Super Bowl play the first game of the season. I don't remember it. At oh, all. Yeah, you know I think it's pretty rare. You know what's crazy? Eagles and Bucks I'm did thinking, it. I'm thinking. Yeah, you're thinking Eagles Bucks. I'm thinking Eagles Bucks. Yeah, that's because I played the Bucks as a Raider. Yeah, they did. In the Super that's Bowl. That's what yeah, you Lost to them yeah. and then played them the first game right. of the following season. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, Eagles are going to open up on a Thursday night likely. at Kansas City. It's it, likely. Yeah, I mean, it's really juicy, man. It's really, really juicy, especially given the controversy with how this game ended. So, Mike Angelina and his weird, insane brain, uh, it did happen. In 2016, the Panthers and Bucks start, or Panthers and Broncos started the season against each okay. other. That's the last time it happened. That's hardcore brain right there. Dude, he's insane, dude. It's amazing. <laughs> That's it's good. unbelievable. That's good work. All right, let's go to Bridget right now. Hi, Bridget. Hey, guys. Well, let's, leave, let's start a positive note for you guys. Happy Valentine's Day, all right? Oh, happy <laughs> Valentine's happy Day, Bridget. Happy Valentine's Day. Okay. Now, I look at it, John, you know I agree with everything that you say. I got your back. Thanks. We had a chance to show the world how good our defense is, and I feel like the bottom fell out. Yeah, sure did. You know, the refs, yes, they made a bad call. You can argue with the refs until you're blue in the face. They're not going to listen. They're going to go their way. As for the parade, I think we should have one – when we win the NFC championship and then wish them all luck to go to the Super Bowl. Well, that's called a pep rally. Oh, that's a pep rally. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But you know, I it it just I'm still in shock. I'm you know, like next season, okay, or this year, we're gonna have to start cleaning house. Yeah. Well, they don't have to clean house. They need to just prioritize who they want to keep. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And then, so, and, and then, by the way, and then try to do it. I mean, let's let's know this and Bridget, good stuff there. I mean, just because the Eagles want to bring a guy back doesn't mean they're going to bring him back. I mean, we 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 have no idea as we sit here today what kind of offer T.J. Edwards going to get. It's not like the Eagles didn't want to keep Jor- um, um, Jordan Hicks after the 17 season. Of course, they wanted to keep him. He was a good player. Happened to get hurt a lot, but they made a determination. There was a certain amount of money they were willing to pay, and not a dollar more. And the Arizona Cardinals happened to come in and give him like a four-year, $30 million deal, and that was it. He's gone. So you got to figure out who you want to keep, but then you actually got to try to keep him. John, who are the top three? James Bradbury, Javon Hargrave, C.J. Gardner-Johnson. T.J. Edwards, four? Yeah. Now, are you including Jason Kelsey, or is he in his own I category? Just, I assume he's... They're gonna figure something out. Yeah, he's in a different category. He's like a, he's not know. playing for another team. Is the yeah. point? You know, he's not leaving to play. Right. He's either coming to the Eagles or he's he's done. But right. here, let me. I I agree. But let me ask you this, and I think I know the answer to this question. Brandon Graham is not in that category, right? No, no, because he's not currently as good a player. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, he's good, but he's not as good. Yep. You know what I'd like to know, John, and we'll never know this answer because they can't admit to this publicly. I'd like to know if Howie Roseman told Fletcher Cox and Fletcher Cox's agent prior to last season, this is your, this is your, we're giving you the extra year because you've been Fletcher Cox, Eagles star. This one, 2022, not the next one. Well, because you do get that sometimes. Well, this whole thing is going to be fascinating because how he how he talked about how he learned from that lesson, right? How Correct. he made that mistake after the seventeen Super Bowl. So we're going to find out. Can that include Jason Kelsey? And here's what I'm saying: I want you to just listen to me for a second. Let's say Kelsey wants to play, and let's say Bradbury wants to stay. 
I'm just asking. If you had and, and you know you have a backup center that's very capable of going in, we think, and being the starting center, it's going to be a downgrade, but he can do it. But you don't have a backup corner, and I'm sure they could draft one. But, like, you don't have it in-house. What happens? I mean, they keep Kelsey. I agree with you, James. Yeah. Yeah. And is that definitively the correct choice? I'm just asking the question. I don't know about definitively, but I it's the choice I would make. So he is – because in my lifetime, the only athletes I've seen that have entered that realm where I consider it unholy to get rid of them. Uh, this is my lifetime. Dr. J, when the Sixers almost traded Dr. J in the mid-'80s, I remember it. It was awful. They didn't trade him. They almost traded him. And the city was going crazy when everyone knew he was maybe about to get traded. Brian Dawkins – in 08, City went crazy when we found out, oh, my God, I think Dog's gone. I think he's going. I, I think that's it. And then, of course, boom, to Denver, that was it. That's my list. And the reason Schmidty's not on that list is it never really kind of came to the surface. Like, it, you didn't have to get to that point with Mike Schmidt. It was a different era. We didn't even, like, consider the well, idea. Well, he just chose he, to retire. Right, but it was never, like, yeah. people didn't move around like that. It wasn't like the thought of, oh, Schmidt's going to leave was yeah. never really an issue. Yeah, I don't even know where he was in his contract free agency and all. And, you know, it, he, it, it, so that's my list. Kelsey's in that list? Like, James, you as an Eagles fan— because I didn't feel that way about but, Donovan. But hold up. I, I didn't feel that I, way I about think, Iverson. I agree. I, it's, I think there's a key to this that you mentioned at the beginning. It's that Jason Kelsey is still a great, great football player. Right. If Jason Kelsey couldn't play the way he could now, right. we would be having a different discussion. But he's still great, and he still matters to this team I agree. on a lot of levels. I agree, I agree with you. I agree with that. Jetta Cameron, John Ritchie, Ross Tucker, 1245, and just a lot of calls on all aspects of all this today. On 94 WIP. If you're in the restaurant, hospitality, or casino business, you know that a great point-of-sale system can truly make a difference in your success. It's hard to find a company that offers everything you need and is willing to customize a game plan to fit your individual needs. Well, if you've been looking for the perfect POS partner, you need to call my friends at PDQ Signature Systems. PDQ has everything you need for success, including mobile POS, self-service kiosks, enterprise reporting, contactless functionality, data and cybersecurity, and the best service and support in the industry. PDQ POS, it's the fastest, easiest, most reliable POS available. That's why PDQ POS has been the top-rated restaurant management system for over 35 years. Whether you have a single location restaurant or thousands of locations, Joe Flynn and his team will create a custom game plan that will help your business succeed. Trust me, if you want a point-of-sale system that will truly make a difference, you need PDQ POS. Schedule your free demo and business consultation today at pdqpos.com. That's pdqpos.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.